Welcome back to the Hot Points Podcast. My name is O. Smith. Today, I am joined by an award-winning actor for his second appearance on our podcast. Actually, what name would you prefer? Let's hope oh. we can get this straight, you know? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. I would be preferred, or I would prefer to be called by my first name, Jamel. Welcome back, Jamel. Thank happy you so back, much. Sir. I'm happy to be back. Thanks for having me again. And just in case anyone's, you know, confused, uh, could you let them know your other username just in case, you know, they want to find you sure. like on Twitch? Yeah, absolutely. On Twitch, my username is JasterJJ and um, like Instagram, Jati Lewis. Facebook is just Jamel Lewis. All right. And how you been, bud? I've how been you? all right. <laughs> uh, thank you. Sorry if I was interrupting you there. No, nah, my bad. I was going to say, I know I kind of asked you a little bit before the show, but, you know, no, something no. so the people can hear. Completely okay. Um, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, like I was saying, I'm super busy nowadays uh, between acting stuff. Uh, I had a film event um, the other day and I have personal training and, and, and stuff like this. You know, I'm happy to do it, but it's just it's taking up a lot of my time. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I'm actually excited that even with your busy schedule, we were able to get you on the podcast for a second time. Yeah, I really wanted to make it happen um, because I kind of um, totally enjoyed my time the first time, you know. So when you mentioned to me that there was a, a chance to be on it again, I know I had to fit it into my schedule somehow. And you know we had to get you back on when your episode became the number one episode that we had. <laughs> Man yeah, smashed yeah. it with the numbers, guys. He sm- like doubled it. Like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I, um, it's honor. It's an honor. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad there are people listening that much. A lot of people are interested in you, my friend. Um, you flatter me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's high up numbers for a reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so actually, I did want to ask a little bit more of that uh, the event you were speaking of. Oh yeah, sure. Um, so uh, a couple of days ago, the production company that I worked with on Divide. Um, which is now a, a multi-award winning film. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, they played uh, like all the films that they've done and the music videos that they shot and produced. And they gave us all like a sneak peek into another project that they were doing, which is awesome and exciting to, to, um, to see. And then of course they played divide for everyone that was in the room. And it was such an honor, you know, because a lot of people came to that event. They were like, I'm really looking forward to divide. And I was like, Oh, th- oh thank you. You know, it's, it's nice that people know about my work and that they heard of it and, and what's been happening with it, you know? Um, and then after all the screenings and all the films that we watched, they had a surprise, like award ceremony because I hadn't received the physical version of the award, of the Best Lead Actor Award. And then, you know, they they uh, congratulated me. They called me up to stand up at the front with them. And then they presented me with the, with the award in front of everybody. <laughs> and yeah, it was just, been exciting, huh? Yeah, it was so, so, so exciting. And uh, like, like I've, I've said before, I didn't set out to, you know, win an award with this film or with the role that I play in, in divide. So the fact that I was just trying to tell the story truthfully and, you know, be the medium for the message of the story and, you know, get awarded for it from all the way from Europe. You know, it was such oh. an honor. It's so humbling. All the way from Europe. 
Yeah, it was a a film festival that was in Brussels. It was called the um, West Europe Film Festival, International Film Festival. Wow. Damn, dude, that is definitely a high honor. You sound like you're going already international. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't think about it like that too often, but, you know, when you, you say it like that, it's I guess it's the truth, isn't it? Man, you got to flex what you got. <laughs> but, I'll do uh, my best. <laughs> how's the uh, training going? Personal training? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I do know that you do, like, different types, you know, like parkour and your other uh, fighting trainings. Oh, oh, my training and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh that's that's going really great. So, right now, um I've just taken to since I'm at my gym gym so much, I I personal train at Equinox. I just started taking to like flipping around Equinox. I'll just randomly do like a a makaku, otherwise known as a monkey flip or I'll do a a round off just randomly um because I I'm there all day, so I might as well practice, right? Um, and they have a rubber mm-hmm. floor, so I might as well just hop around on that. Uh, martial arts, I've been going to about, you know, sticking sticking with that about three, four times a week. Um, I've, like, uh, I've been, I've been, I would say, really, like, drilling everything that they've been teaching me in, in hopes to keep progressing. And I, I think they're kind of recognizing that, and that makes me feel really good about it. Um, and parkour and tricking, I was actually teaching someone in that not too long ago. But I'm sticking with it. I'm working out all the time. <laughs> and uh, I'm happy to see, you know, that I'm getting better and better and just to kind of see it become muscle memory. Ooh, interesting. Actually, I got a question for you on that. Sure. So with parkour, would you say it's more about like strength or would you say it's more like cardio and like endurance? Oh, um, definitely both because as a personal yeah as a personal trainer one thing that i learned is that you know well first and foremost i've known this from the jump but i've seen it uh especially since becoming a personal trainer and it's that everybody's body is different they can only take but so much force and you know parkour of course when you jump and stuff the way you land and you roll is meant to absorb some of the impact but if you don't have the strength to be able to facilitate those movements you can hurt yourself So there is a level of strength that people need to have. However, there are uh, skinny people that do parkour. Um, And, uh, uh, but definitely, there's definitely a cardio aspect to it. When I first started doing parkour and and acrobatics or tricking, um, my my body hurt so bad the next day. And even now, like when I have full hours long sessions, uh, I still feel this incredible soreness because there's all the impact that goes into your into your body when you do a round off back tuck, you know, when you do that beat twist, you're still coming down so hard and your body's bracing itself and it's building that muscle to be able to protect itself and get stronger and do these movements and all the jumping that you do and all the flipping. Cause you know, we don't walk on our hands, but we might as well be when we're doing tricking <laughs> because of all the, all the work that we're doing, you know? So, um, both, it's both strength and definitely cardio. So you gotta have to find like a kind of a balance in between. Yeah, which is why I lift about two, three times a week, and then I do parkour tricking slash martial arts uh, another two, three times a week. God dang. <laughs> oh my God, that, that just sounds like a booked schedule, man. And you still find stuff like time to do other stuff as well? Yeah, you know, stuff like this. I'm in a comedy show coming up. Um, Yo, let us know yeah. about that, bro. Yo, I just got word of that yesterday. Where was it today? Ah, uh, that might have been might have been today because I think I we confirmed it just recently. Um, and yeah, it was um the host 
who I know because we used to do improv together. She was like, you know, I'm doing this show and do you want to be a part of it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I said yes because improv is actually really, really fun. I used to be incredibly daunted by improv um, when I was studying in London. One of the things that we did, of course, in school was improv. And I, I just, the moment they mentioned that word, I just started sweating <laughs> because it was it, it was such a daunting, daunting thing to me it was this unknown thing i've never really done in excess but once i went to the upright citizens brigade and i graduated from the program you know it, it it's actually it's actually really really fun you know um and so um we're gonna get a chance to kind of do that on wednesday it's gonna be on instagram live um for anyone mm-hmm. listening if you want to follow me to to check that out you know i think it's gonna be a really good time god why actually so with improv, is that like something that you would have to like kind of like think, I guess you could say, um, like quick draw, I guess you would say, how, that you have to consistently be thinking of something to do? If that um, makes sense? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So the answer to that is yes and no. So there are rules to improv, believe it or not. You're just not flying oh. off the cuff and saying anything that comes to mind you know? that was my idea of improv yeah that's what people usually think and but you know the, the people who are really good at improv they have a method to it um certain schools follow different rules but the way i learned was you know um the general rule of improv is yes and you yes and everything you don't ever tell somebody no and by that i mean you don't deny the reality your partner is setting up for you you know if, if they say hey purple squirrel what you doing you don't say i'm not a purple squirrel i'm really a, a, a brown ah. kitty cat um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do it in turn. Probably say, "Yeah, it is I, a purple squirrel." Well, what what's up, uh, black rabbit? <laughs> so, because <laughs> uh, that's the world that the person set up. We're, we're animals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just an example. You know, many different ways to do it, and there's playing the game and all that, and it, it gets really intricate. But once you learn it, and it's really in your body and in your head, and uh, it's such a, it's such a fun time, and especially for everybody involved, especially when you have uh, uh, multiple people in a single group doing it. Uh, smaller groups get a little difficult, but uh, bigger groups, it's so much fun because there are so many ideas contributing to what's going on. Yeah, I could imagine like it's kind of like happening in real time. You're kind of like making oh, yeah. a movie, but in real time, you know, making yeah. the decisions, the settings and all of that. Yeah. And at that point, you know, that's when it becomes kind of quick draw because what you're saying still has to make sense <laughs> yeah. and um, has to apply to the reality setup. And you have to be able to listen. Listening is really, really important in stuff like this and be able to move the story forward at the same time. Now, would you say that memorization would play a big role in that? 100%. Because <laughs> there's definitely an aspect to it where you have to recall everything that's happened over the course of said improv. And if you can recall that and make everybody go, oh yeah, that's a, that's generally smiled upon. Okay. Kind of like a nostalgic type feeling, but within like uh, the same premises. Short term. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. So now would somebody have to be good at improv to be good at acting? Would you, you know, like if somebody no. wasn't great at improv, would, would you say they won't be as great of an actor? Okay, that is a loaded question. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, kind of came out really loaded. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's great. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so, no, the short answer is no. Um, yeah, you don't have to be good at improv to be a good actor. However, I will say 
some of the most genuine moments in the acting that we see tend to be or can be improvised. It can be something that the actor followed from instinct. Um, it, it can be something like a flub on a line, you know, and then you in your character, the presence of your character, you react to. And it creates this beautiful, vulnerable, authentic moment. And that's what people want to see when they're watching TV, when they're watching movies, when they're watching plays, you know. Um, when I did the New York Ren Fair, uh, you know, the, the guy that played Friar Tuck as uh, one of my good friends and almost like a, almost like a mentor to me where personal training is concerned, uh, Joe, he was um, in a fight and he goes down and the person he's fighting, uh, Jen, she's wonderful. She raised the shield as if she's going to cut his neck off with it. And instinctually, like it wasn't in the script at all. Um, me as Will Scarlet, I popped up and I ran over to him, slid on the grass and covered him with my body. And, it's moments like that that people really want to see, you know, um, they, yeah. they enjoy seeing. Um, and again, like it wasn't nobody ever said, hey, Jamel, go, why don't you try this out? Uh, I felt it. And it was this impulse that Will Scarlet knew he had to do. And I followed it and, it. and it created this beautiful moment. We got pictures of it and it created a lovely tableau and this lovely bonding moment, not only between Fire Tuck and Will Scarlet, but me and Joe as well. Your actor ultra instincts came in. Like, came in clutch that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my body just moved on its own. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> just like My Hero Academia, like, the first episode, the dude moves on his own to go save the, uh, the, I can't remember, I think it's the antagonist. Yeah. Your move, your body just be moving on its own, knows what yeah, to exactly. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just can't, you just can't help it. But that sounds amazing, dude. I don't know why, but just like, well, I mean, I do know. I think it's just awesome. Like, plays, in my opinion, like, the setup, the production, the time, like the like everything. I, I've never actually seen like a play in real life, like in person. Sure. Should I say not really? Come to New York. We'll we'll go see one. Definitely, dude. I definitely want to go see. One. Like <laughs> yeah, I always, I've always seen though, like on TV. They've always uh-huh. like like the amount of time they put into the production, the settings. Like I've seen plays where people hand draw the background and the scenery. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I've been a play that that had that as well. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. When I was uh, in Romeo and Juliet out in, out in New Jersey, the backdrop that we had was hand drawn. Backdrops that we had were hand drawn. And that must have took like forever. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't. I didn't ask. I was just too in awe by the fact that it happened. Period. <laughs> now, for let's say we got one month left of the year. Do you have any big projects coming in? For oh, the last man. remainder of the year? Uh, that I can talk about? Uh, let's let's yeah. go with no. No, I, I don't. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I, I do not. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my thing. And uh, I'm grinding away. I'm, you know, working with great friends and auditioning. Keyword, guys, that he can talk about. Ah. Keyword. <laughs> More to come, maybe. Listen to me. <laughs> Make sure you follow the man so you can keep up on everything. <laughs> That'll definitely help. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, I do know that, I think it was last week I was trying to get you on, but then, you know, this whole mishap happened. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was literally the day, because I, ha- I have this written down that I wanted to ask you about it. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the new Spider-Man trailer? um uh, i'm gonna need you to be a little more specific than that i oh i've got some thoughts i've got thoughts i'm excited i you know dr strange said let's let's scooby do this crap and i'm like you got it and i'm just like 
eyes pressed to the the screen when I'm watching the trailer and examining every little bit of the Easter eggs, Easter eggs, Easter eggs, Easter eggs. Exactly. I'm look. I'm looking at William Defoe or William Defoe. Excuse me. I'm looking yeah. at looking at Alfred Molina. You know, Doc Ock and and Green Goblin. Uh, I'm I'm looking at Electro. Jamie Foxx looks incredible. Um, of course, Tom Holland and um, you know something making its way around the internet that I'm really curious about. It's uh, the lizard. Uh, apparently, his head you know snaps uh, away from the action, like as if he was hit or something and i'm like huh that is a, a curious curious discovery isn't it that's the big question mate do you it think is. the three it... spider-mans are in this movie exactly i am i'm waiting i'm counting down the minutes to when the tickets go live because i will be the first one to buy some but but do you think the three spider-mans are in this movie oh the three oh that they're in <laughs> toby andrew and, yeah. and tom uh Toby, no. Tom, and Andrew. No, I am. Um, I'm. I no, no, no. I didn't say no. Uh, you know, I am. Um, I'm hopeful. Let's just say I'm hopeful. There's one feeling I don't like in life, and that is disappointment. And I, ooh, it would suck. It would absolutely suck. You know, because you know, while as an actor, I do understand that people get their hopes up for stuff, um, and it never, it doesn't happen. Like for instance. The fact that they never denied Mephisto for WandaVision and everybody hoped um, Mephisto would be in the show and he wasn't. (laughs) So that's just one example. But like, even just like actor and acting aside as a fan, I would love to see that. Um, But I also wouldn't be surprised if they weren't in the movie. You know, it was nothing more than a cameo or you heard their voice or even nothing at all, you know, then... (laughs) Uh, Marvel never said yes, right? Mm-hmm. Sony never said yes, so they could be like, we didn't say they'd be in the movie, and everybody would be like, darn, look what we did, again. Honestly, I'm kind of satisfied with these villains crossing over. Like, to be honest, like... Me too! Doc Ock, you know, Sandman, all that, I'm really just, I'm like, okay. All the villains we cool. know <laughs> and love, yeah, and it's like, we've thought of all the Spider-Man iterations, you know, from Toby to Andrew, and then, um, Tom, or, yeah, from Andrew to Tom, um, we thought of them all as reboots, you know? The other ones didn't exist in this universe, but this movie is now confirming that they do exist just in different um, universes. They're, they're variants of one another now, and that's awesome. That's really, really awesome. It's so exciting. You know, our childhood, what we grew up with, it exists, and they are crossing over in some way, and that's so incredible. Yes, it Oh my god. Yeah, uh it's just like it's kinda like your childhood isn't being forgotten. Like it's being exactly. brought back up. It's being brought into your present, you know? And so it's like we aren't so removed or so far for excuse me, so far from the past anymore. And that's just lovely. That's lovely and incredible and I I think this movie is gonna do numbers like both review wise and it's gonna make a lot of money just because of what it's trying to do, how ambitious it is. Yo, you're you're right on the whole uh, the day the tickets drop or the day you can start pre-ordering. We, mm-hmm. I'll we'll, I'll definitely be there to cop oh, my yeah. ticket. Oh yeah, you have to. It's the it's the only way. It's definitely true. But now another movie that actually came out prior, uh, The Eternals. Did you by chance get to see that? Of course, I saw The Eternals. I was uh, <laughs> I wanted to go see the first showing. That said, you know who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> right. It said 6 p.m. Thursday, the day before it came out. I went to go see it. You saw an advanced screening? Of course. How did you how did you land that? Okay, really? you gotta let us know. 
Oh yeah, early previews. That's a that's a thing at um at AMC. I don't know if it's done at any other theater, but like like the night before the movie is it releases. But uh, those are really hard to not really hard, but you really got to be on top of it to get those tickets because there are a million other fans like you that are just waiting to to to, to buy them. So um, you got to be diligent. Was it uh, hard acquiring your tickets? Nah. No. I was staring at <laughs> you got the I, was, up, bro. <laughs> I was staring at my phone the moment they went live and I just got them. I had great seats too. Wow. Okay, I definitely I need to be staring at my phone when the the, the Spider-Man tickets drop. You know it's funny you say that. I'm trying to spend less time on my phone, but that's where my work is. Like every aspect of both of my jobs, both personal personal training and acting. It's they're on my phone. And <laughs> so I'm yeah. always on it. Especially with all of COVID stuff, a lot of stuff has moved oh, yeah. to mobile. And uh, online, virtual. Yeah. Actually, how is uh, New York doing with COVID? Like, how are y'all doing with your situation? Y'all still doing lockdowns, like like homeschooling? No, we're not doing lockdowns. Um, and some people are back full-time, like uh, kids, mm-hmm. but or colleges and stuff, but... Uh, some people are also still kind of doing the hybrid thing, like they do uh, school from home, uh, and then some days they go in. But, you know, everywhere has has their people who refuse to wear masks, you know, because COVID is still very much a thing. Um, mm-hmm. But we have, but for the most part, we're really good about it. We have um, vaccine mandates. So, like for all the restaurants uh, where I do parkour and tricking, uh, the Brooklyn Zoo, there is a vaccine mandate, so you have to provide proof of vaccination to enter. So it's like, if you don't have a vaccination, you probably can't go to a place like a restaurant or one of these recreational places to hang out with your friends. So they're making it very... It's it's more of a hassle to not get vaccinated than it is just yeah. to get the vaccination. And, and imagine there's still people who are like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Like, no, we, don't know, we don't know what's in it. They're going to put chips in us. Oh my God, I've seen that. We're like... They ma- like they gave you magnetizing like shots or something. Yeah, the, ch- the, the chip is metal and it's in your arm, and if you put a magnet to your arm, you know it's gonna it's gonna stay. It's gonna stay to your arm, and uh, that's a complete lie, everybody. There aren't we don't have chips in our arms. Yeah, I checked. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, honestly, I did too. Not gonna lie, but yeah, I, I was at work and I had a magnet. I was like, no way. <laughs> like either I'm about to short out. Or this is about gonna, like gonna glitch, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But honestly, that that still kind of like surprised me that people think, oh, like, like the government wants to put a chip inside of you so they can keep yeah. track of you. But you're carrying a phone that has way more information on that. Phone, yeah. our credit cards, debit cards. You know, like that. There are they have so many ways. Our purchases, like, are first of all. <laughs> When we send like uh, uh, packages and stuff to our house, you know, um, the fact that we're just scrolling the internet, like the government has so many more ways to keep track of us than to put chips in our bodies. Definitely. Imagine how much money it must be to make those small chips too. Oh, I'm sure, especially like if they're playing around in like nanotech. Woof. Mm-hmm. So this kind of gonna be a little. <laughs> kind of a weird segue, but uh, yeah. I've actually wanted to ask you this last time, and I don't know why I skipped over the question mm-hmm. uh, that we had you. Are you by chance collecting anything? 
collecting anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe Pokemon so cards, NFTs, coins, oh. oh. yeah, cryptos. <laughs> okay, so that's a it's interesting question. Yeah, um, it's a little more personal, but you know. Yeah, no, that's completely okay. So I don't even completely understand the whole concept of NFTs. I, I know theoretically, I think, what it is, but mm-hmm. what it applies to in the category that it kind of sits in, not really. Um, do I collect anything? Uh, no, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! and I would collect cards. Um, but then I realized that, you know, the main character, Yu-Gi-Moto, had a set deck. He didn't have like 100 cards, so I got rid of <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, no, I don't, I don't think I collect anything per se. Um, Spider-Man paraphernalia and stuff, like, maybe. But Actually, that's about it. There is a Spider-Man, like, I believe it's Disney, like, that's pushing it out, a Spider-Man NFT that's supposed to be dropping next Thursday. Uh, wow, I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, yeah. But that sounds, that sounds pretty cool. What, uh, I wonder what it is. So, uh, like, let me see if I could pull this up. So I know for right now, they've started putting out, like, frozen gold. They're, like, little golden frozen Elsa statues. Ah, wow. That's kind of cool. They only made, like, 600 of those, and they gave them out for, like, 60 bucks. Collector's items. Ooh, I love that. And so now that $60 frozen Elsa statue is up to, like, 120 so it already doubled within its week release. And it's not the same thing as cryptocurrency, right? Uh, no, because cryptocurrency, it, you know, it kind of fluctuates. I see NFTs more as like if you were to go buy art at an art gallery. Ah, okay. Got it. That makes sense. You know, something you can hold at your house, put in the background. And then mm-hmm. when you're like, okay, I've had it for a couple of years, I'm going to go sell it and try to get more money out of it. Yeah, the value might have gone up. Mm-hmm. exactly what uh, nfts are so that's why i kind of want the spider-man one <laughs> and that's why i'm telling you because i know you definitely would probably hop on a spider-man one especially at miles morales coming out next month i believe miles morales coming out next month what uh what are we what are we what are we talking about uh nft miles morales oh that's what that is Ooh, we putting a reminder in my phone right now yeah because i believe it's from vv Honestly, that I was just like, I saw that they announced, you know, Spider-Man NFTs. And I was like, I remember Jamal's mm-hmm. into Spider-Man. I was like, I wonder if he collects any of this stuff. Yeah, like I, there's a, like Hot Toys and stuff. Um, those collectibles and those awesome one-sixth scale action figures. Really, really into those. Um, they're just like super expensive. But I can really like get past the money if they didn't take like a year and a half to get to you. Um <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be super into that. But um, yeah, I, I bought like, or um, my partner she got me she got me a Miles Morales one from Into the Spider Verse. So that was oh. that was awesome. Um, yeah. Hey, pick up. That's what's up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go back into the acting. I feel like I kind of strayed away there for a bit. No, it's okay. Now, I know you said you wanted to do like films and TV shows. Yeah. Would you ever uh, host your own radio show or maybe even a podcast? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Um, That'd be honestly, more of a voice thing, right? I mean, yes, but I like to think I have a pretty okay voice. Yeah. Um, it would, it would be, I think, on my bucket list. 
I'm kind of daunted about running my own stuff, you know, just because I just feel like that takes a certain amount of um, dedication and skill that I don't feel like I quite have just yet. Um, or at least that's an undertaking that I'm not ready for just yet. Like, especially like that kind of plays into the same vein of like having a, a one man or one person show mm-hmm. um, that just kind of kind of daunting to me, you know, because then it's like <laughs> you don't have scene partners. You don't have people on stage with you, you know, carrying the scene with you. It's all you and your ability to, to stay present and convince the audience to maintain their suspension of disbelief. And that is just a little bit uh, intimidating to me at the current moment. One day, maybe, um, maybe if I could have, you know, have people help me upkeep it, then I think, yeah, that would definitely be a little less intimidating on my end. And I look forward to that day that I can listen oh my to gosh. this. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll stick to, I'll stick to this, like stuff like this for now. And then we'll see where that takes me. And so actually, speaking of stuff like this, you said you have an event, right? I remember you were speaking about it, that it is soon, right? One more time. Your next coming event, I believe you would be on a show. Oh, the comedy show. Comedy show. I'm sorry. I've, okay. I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to read all these. I'm trying no, to kind no. of keep them in order so it doesn't sound like I'm going too much to the left and then too much to the right on the next topic. <laughs> Uh, so um, for your show, so is there going to be like maybe a competition for your improv? Honestly, that is very, that is a, an excellent question. And I say that because um, the, <laughs> the advertisement I saw for it, it's, or what I was told at least, it, it's, it's like, a, it's called One Liner Wednesday. And... Of course, I think there's going to be, like, you know, people are going to see who, like, has it all together with this stuff. <laughs> but is there, like, an actual, like, set competition? I'm not sure. And I'm kind of excited to be surprised with whether there is or not. Um, sometimes I just like to walk in blind and see what, see what happens or see where it, where it takes me um, and not be too prepared just because I, just, I, it, I think it's more fun that way, you know? Same thing with movies. I don't like to watch too many trailers. I don't like watch TV. I don't mm-hmm. watch TV spots either because i just want to see what happens and not expect anything yeah yeah it's kind of like uh it spoils too much for yourself exactly gotcha gotcha okay um go see here uh okay so mm, let me actually get this out of the way uh, have you heard because i haven't actually spoken about this on my podcast but uh, have you heard of what happened at Astro World? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, like that was a very very sad event, and you know, rest the souls of all mm-hmm. people that passed at that event. Definitely, the, like my condolences to everyone that passed. I just want to like you know, quick brief on it. You know, I don't want to like upset the mood. I guess you say of the podcast. Sure. Um, I just like. To me, it's just, I, I still don't understand what happened. Was it more of the, like, the fans, or was it more of just Travis insinuating item like things? Um, you I can't hear on that. Uh, I can't only speak on what I know or what I've heard, and it was like, you know, there was just like a stampede because there were so many people and there were overcapacity, I think. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some people are just 
concerned and claiming that you know Travis uh, instigated and he incited that mm. to happen. Um, but I can't really speak on it. I'm not. I'm not sure of the nitty gritty details. Um, I just know like a lot of people are very upset about it. Um, and you know it is quite the travesty. It is very upsetting. Um, yeah. God. Yeah, that's. He's also kind of been quiet for a couple of days now. I'm curious what's I mean, going through his mind right now. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm sure anything he says might be, you know, used against him and where he, you know, he is where he is and that's something he wants to avoid right now. I'm sure. Mm, that's that's probably true. Um, Annette, Honestly, the next topic, I, <laughs> I've been kind of like, um, I want to say like I feel like I'm not using this word correctly. I've kind of been like pussyfooting around the topic. Okay, no, <laughs> I feel no, like no. that word is so inappropriate. It sounds. I I see what you mean, but I also understand what you're trying to say. Uh, what what uh what topic are you referring to? So I've been very interested in speaking with someone about space. Have you space. ever seen like the guess... space? Yes, I've seen space. No, I haven't. <laughs> no. <I don't> <laughs> The distance of like how just how big like like the world like the universe actually is. Uh not with my own eyes. No, I, I can't not say a- I have no. Uh, but conceptually, yeah, I've, I've heard it's quite expensive. <laughs> yeah. Like my God, bro! I I was I don't know what happened. I was just one night, you know, looking up space stuff. Sure. And, and like. To find out that, like, our Milky Way is inside, like, another colossal of galaxies. Cluster of cluster. galaxies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that cluster is inside another cluster, and I'm like, my God, it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, the universe is ever-expanding, and uh, it's kind of horrifying to think about. Um, and that's I also think that there's no way, there's absolutely no way that we are the only sentient creatures in that mass yes. of galaxies. You know? Yeah. Um, I do I, I like. Alone? Do I think we're alone? Uh and and everything we just mentioned. No, um, I like. You know, I think humanity is important as much as the next guy, um, uh, or gal, um, or non-binary, um, person. But human. I exactly. I don't want. I don't think. I don't be too self-important to think that we are the only sentient beings, um, in all of that. You know and. Uh, that just, it also kind of, when you think about it, it also makes for kind of a lonely place. You know, what if you were the only person in a town or the only person in a country or a state? And it's just, I just, I just don't think that at all. And that we're the only like smartest creatures in the entire like solar system, galaxy, universe. There is no way. There's no way. Yeah. We like, we cannot be alone. Like, honestly, like seriously, there's so many planets. No, isn't there like 25 currently that are viewed as potential hosts like earth hosts i actually cannot speak on that i have zero idea every time i read an article it's always like new plan discovered new plan discovered new plan discovered and i'm like i just i can't keep up with it yeah i imagine like the universe is just so big yeah if you want to ask that girl out we're just a speck in the universe go for it (laughs) go for it right (laughs) Can't um, deny that. So, is there any uh, 
any topics that you wanted to speak about this week by chance? I don't know if you got to speak everything you wanted to speak last time. I think for the most part, I, I, I said everything I did. It was like one of the longest podcasts that, that you've done, right? Because I, I just kept talking and rattling everything off. But no, oh, dude, that, <laughs> that makes my everything. life so much easier. Trust me, <laughs> the best. I, I'd yeah. rather have someone come in here, speak with me for an hour than someone I have to like wrench out 10 minutes out of them. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, in general, uh, not particularly, no. Um, yeah, no, not at the moment. Gotcha. Um, okay, wow, I just got hit with a random fact that Dwayne Johnson's grandfather played a James Bond villain. Cool. <laughs> I, I heard, yeah, I read that he said that as well. And I was like, well, that's exciting. Um, and of course, that made people divisive about whether he should or or not. And I'm just along for the ride, man. That actually is a great segue. What is one actor or actress that you would mm-hmm. die to work with? Uh, oh, that is a great question. Um, I have quite a few, actually. So if I had to say one, one that I really, really want to work with. Top three, top three. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, I think I want to work with Will Smith for sure. Uh, Fresh Prince, let's go. Right, I I think I want to work with uh, Kate Blanchett, and like the last one, I think I. (laughs) Honestly, I think I'd want to work with Tom Holland. I think we'd be great friends. Yo, I feel like you two would get def like you guys would get along because I feel yeah. like you two would just go parkouring somewhere in New York. I agree. We go flip around together. That'd be a lot of fun. I I'd like. I think I'd like to work with Tom Holland. Yo, yo, I would, dude. Um, I wish that one day you do. Like, honestly, oh. bro. Like a YouTube video of you two just parkouring in New York City one day. Best thing that could ever appear on my feed. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll try to make it happen. That's going to happen. Maybe. God willing. <laughs> Don't happen, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What is going on here? Um, Michael yes. B. Jordan. I also would want to work with him, but different different topic. So your second person you said, Kay Blanchett. Kay Blanchett. Yeah. Blanchett. I'm sorry. I'm hey, not yeah. too familiar with her. Could you? Um, she is this yeah. incredible, incredible actress she has been around for a little bit she you might know her from thor ragnarok where she played hella um, oh my god yes <laughs> yeah she's a fantastic actress like no matter what she's in she's incredible but she you know she was in in like oceans eight she was in the curious case of benjamin button like she was in lord of the rings for goodness Grace is like uh, she's in Indiana Jones. Like uh, she's she was great, and also she was in the 2010 Robin Hood. So even more of a connection there. And um, yeah, no, she's just so present. She does her job so 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 well. And I would, I would just you know love to to work with her. Now with your top three actors and slash actresses, um, what genre would you like to work with them? My, oh gosh. So <laughs> that's a great question. I know I keep saying that, but it is. I love that. Um, Will Smith, 
action adventure for sure. Uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, I'm so sorry if I am putting the, the wrong um, emphasis on, on you know, the wrong syllable. Um, but uh, Kate, Blanchett, Kate Blanchett, I would want to work with her in drama. And Tom Holland, uh, action adventure. Like, I, I would love to work with him in, like, a, a Marvel film, film or, like, an action film with the Russo brothers or something. I think that'd be really cool. An action film with you, Will Smith, and Tom Holland. I, we should make it happen. I, <laughs> Yo, I would love that. That'd be incredible. I think that'd be amazing, bro. <laughs> that's actually a really great idea. We need to, we need to pitch that. Definitely. Get, get Tom on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call him real quick. So, how long... Actually, I don't know if I asked this in the last podcast... But uh, you said you're currently located in New York, right? That's right. Right in the, the heart of New York City. How long have you uh, lived in New York? I have. So I was born and raised in New York. Uh, I was born in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I lived there up until I went to college in Virginia. And, you know, I got a, I got a job at this place. place called Dave and Buster's. This legendary hey. place. That's <laughs> where I met you, yeah. Um, and but then I ended up moving to London for a little bit, and then I moved right back to New York. So in total, I've probably lived here about twenty-three. No, and I can't do math. Clearly, I was gone for about five years. So I but I lived in New York for about uh, twenty twenty-one years altogether. I'm um, back here now. Oh, see, so I always thought, like, you moved to New York and you move in was, like, your first time going to New York. No, no. (laughs) Born and raised, man. But the funny fact is, like, I was born in the Bronx. I only ever went to the city if my mom was driving us um, or if I, like, had a friend, I guess, that I would rarely go with. But I was just convinced that crazy people were going to be on the train or walking around in the city. And I mean, no, I wasn't wrong, but <laughs> no, <laughs> but like crazy people are everywhere. But like, you know, <laughs> the on that note, like the Bronx isn't much better. So it was like, I was, I was so, uh, I was, I was an arrogant child and the child Jamel will be disappointed in myself for moving here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he'd be excited when he starts seeing his future self doing all these flips wall riding all this you know all this crazy stuff man when i was a kid i watched the matrix with my sister and trinity runs up a wall and my sister and i were convinced that i could do it and i fell (laughs) i fell hard trying it Uh, i'll never forget the day that i tried it It was next to a window which isn't safe don't ever do that um right 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 and uh i fell and so like yeah i i think the child's me would be so, 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 like, over the moon that he eventually learns how to do it. Speaking of child you, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything you would tell your child you that would have, you know, better results now in the future? Yeah, it's funny you ask that. Um, I would, I would say, I'd tell him to be confident in his thoughts and ideas. I would tell him to not be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to say when you don't like something. Um, and it's okay to take time to think about things. You know, you don't have to react in the moment um, as, as tempting as that might be. 
Um, and it's very and tempting. It is. Me, yeah, it's a, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, impulse is a thing that I think people are naturally inclined to in general. There are people, of course, who aren't. But I know definitely myself that uh, I used to be a little angry as a kid uh, and impulsive and defensive. And it wasn't necessary, you know? Um, and also, you know, the most important message I think I would tell young, my younger self is that one, uh, it gets better. It, it, it all, it gets better and <clears throat> it's okay that you're, you're so different from everyone else. You know, you will be proud of it one day and people are going to respect you for it as well. And you will win an award winning act. That too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I keep, I, <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Really? Uh, not in like a, Oh, it's not an important thing, but you know, it's just something that happened, and uh, I'm I'm proud that it did. But it's like, I don't walk around thinking like, "Hey, yeah, I won an award." I guess it's just a fact now. So what 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 do you do with your award? Do you have it like on a shelf? Honestly, uh, we have some shelves here that we're gonna put into our wall soon. But right now, it's in the box. It came in sitting right in front of me, actually. Hey, I keep it close. The only thing I haven't done with it is sleep with it. Yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, man. Um, did I ask you where was a place you'd like to act in last time? No, I don't think you ever asked me that. Like, is there a... Okay, so is there like an area, like maybe a country, maybe like a certain location, like a building that you would like to uh, act in? I know, uh, like, Tom Cruise, he... Uh, his favorite spot was in that Mission Impossible place where they went, that giant building. I can't remember. I think it's in like Dubai or something. I know that oh. was his favorite spot. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's filmed uh, Mission Impossible stuff in like some pretty extravagant places. Uh, he was actually filming one of them in London when I was there. He filmed like, <laughs> he filmed that morning and I was there that night, so I just missed him. Oh, but, um, no, and like, I think. Like a place place like i guess i can't say a building per se um there was like i was in a storage like building once and it was so creepy like the way the the lights were like shining or lack thereof because there were some serious dark spots that'd be mm -hmm. a great place for a horror movie um sounds like it yeah 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 um but i would like places i would love to film are london for sure um canada i don't know why just probably because i know all like the superhero tv shows are filmed there on the cw but mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um where else i think i would like to shoot in la i would definitely like to shoot in california um and i remember when they were still casting spider-man and they had just cast tom holland as spider-man um that they were like, oh, he like he's shipping out to Germany immediately, and I was like, oh, I would love to shoot there. That sounds awesome. Not that I was an actor yet, because I was hmm. back in what 2015. Um, was that David and... Buster's time? Was I David Buster's yet? No, I didn't start David Buster's until oh no, 2016. 2016 yeah, yeah, 2016. So no, yeah, and I was like, dang, that sounds fun. And then after I officially like made the choice to become an actor, which was funny enough, watching Civil War, I was like, I think I could. I, this looks fun. Like I think I I'd want to do this. It was uh, Captain America running away from the the tumbling car when he was chasing uh, Bucky and Black Panther. Um, I was like, that looks awesome. Um, I was like, that like a lot of this was shot in Germany, or at least the 
uh, especially the the airport scene. I think. Don't quote me on that again. <laughs> uh, I need to be more careful with that. Uh, but, no worries. Um, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Germany would be uh, a really fun place to shoot as well. Now, to the polar opposite of that question, is there anywhere you wouldn't go to, sh- like, for a, a movie shoot? Oh, I would be really tentative, not tentative, but, like, hesitant mm-hmm. to shoot in Africa. Um, not because, of like, it's a, uh, I'm not, I don't like the country or anything. It's just because they have different, like, shooting laws uh, when it comes to the the union and stuff. And a stunt woman actually got really, really hurt shooting Resident Evil in Africa. So, and I'm the kind of person who, as many people know, want to be able to do a lot of my own stunts. Um, like, there are stuff that, there's stuff that I, I won't do, um, like falling downstairs or flying through, like, a big like wooden plank several hundred feet in the air. That's a little much. <laughs> um, but like, I want to be able to do my own fight scenes and stuff, you know? And if I can be strapped to, you know, a, a truck going 60 miles an hour, I'd give it a shot. Heck yeah. Um, and I just wouldn't want to, I guess, increase the chances that I would get hurt doing it. Gotcha. Now, in, well, I guess you, you could. I was gonna say, would uh, would you ever go like shoot in a forbidden country, for example, like North Korea or maybe Cuba? I feel like American or United States Cuban relations are increasing. Uh so if everything's like cool with like on that front, like ah, uh, yeah, I would definitely consider that. Uh ooh, North Korea, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. No. <laughs> I uh, yeah I don't I uh, it's uh, ooh that's that's a I'm all for taking chances and risks but that just seems like too too big of an unknown for me. Yeah, it's always a wild card with uh, North Korea sometimes. I uh, couldn't I couldn't I couldn't say myself South Korea though I hear that's a wonderful place and I would love to shoot there one day. Most definitely, actually, Korean. Most of the Korean uh, I guess so. Okay, that, uh, let, me, let me see. Let me ask you. So if someone, like, gives you Korean food, would you say South Korean food or just Korean food? Uh, it, dep- it depends on how they introduce it to me. If they're like, hey, here's some South Korean food, then I'd be like, oh, wow, cool. What denotes it, you know, that came from South Korea versus et cetera. I'd ask the necessary questions just so I can be well-informed on it. Um, but if someone says, here's some Korean food or there's just a Korean restaurant... If it's like specifically labeled, like you know, here's the name, insert name here, a South Korean restaurant, then I'd refer it as such, you know. Um, uh, I would never just like take it on, upon myself to if somebody introduces themselves or someone to me or something to me to just like call it whatever I want. I think that's a little, mm-hmm. it's a little rude. You'll take it more like a uh, face value, I guess. Would be uh, in in to put it simply, yes. <laughs> uh. Hmm, because we, we definitely blew right through my questions. <laughs> uh, I had some questions here <laughs> lined up, but uh, I'm trying to see if I can come up with any of them right off the bat before I continue on to the other ones. Um, uh, see, I do have some. Ooh, do you have any on-set stories? On set 
stories. Mm-hmm. Something that like the audience wouldn't have seen, or maybe like something that the camera didn't get to see. Anything that uh, like anything they could think of right off the bat. <laughs> um. So one thing that directors note of me is that I have uh, a lot of enthusiasm for my work, which I'm very proud about. Um, the immediate one that comes to mind um, <laughs> uh, is that when I was shooting my very first film, it was not a great film. It was like my first film gig ever. It was being shot in like a house that was like no longer being used because there was like a fire and it. it came from like a, an electrical charge, an electrical car that was charging and the fire sparked. And um, they wanted to uh, shoot upstairs in the house, but we noticed like kind of like holes in the ceiling above us, which was the floor of the second floor. And I was like, oh, yeah, uh, let's do it. I'll just avoid avoid all the holes. It's fine. And the person who owned the house was there and she goes, uh, yeah, it's probably not a good good idea. And I was like, well, why? And she goes, uh, you go up there, you're coming through the floor. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I, I shouldn't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, you know, do it for the culture, but I'm not all for <laughs> falling through the floor for the culture. Um, and <laughs> another one is actually, oh God, I can't I actually can't talk about that. Never mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. No, not that's yet. That's the juicy yet. story, man. That's that one right there. Yeah. Oh man, you guys gotta watch. You gotta watch. You all have to watch Divide, and then maybe I can talk about it when I know everybody has seen it. Uh, what's another one? Oh, oh gosh. I guess here's here's one. This is this is more of a I guess a, <laughs> a little tidbit about me. Um, I've only recently started taking singing lessons and voice lessons. Um, I've always kind of been petrified about singing in front of people because, uh, you know, I've had people like rag on me about my singing voice when I was younger. Uh, including family um oh yeah yeah yeah. and so you know yeah they have a family they're gonna family right um and for a a student film i did once called uh staying alive i played a greek god uh thanatos otherwise known as death and in one of the scenes he does karaoke in the middle of a bar and uh like when the director slash writer was like, hey, you okay with doing karaoke? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was like taking really deep breaths. I went to the bathroom to like tell myself, you know, you got this, you got this. You know, I go in the, in the mirror and talk myself up saying that, I, you know, it's going to be fine. Um, she, I came out and she was like, hey, you know, if you're not comfortable, you don't have to do this. I was like, no, I got to do this. Especially because I know as the lead character, I was... I played a big part in being the medium for this story that the the writer and director were trying to tell. Um, and so uh, I ended up doing it. I just remembered just feeling so petrified, petrified to do it. And I sang it in uh, like <laughs> falsetto, like which was like a really high voice because that's how the BGs the BGs sang "Staying Alive," you know. And I was like, mm-hmm. I got to do, I got to do that. Um, and I just, like, I just remember just like trembling with fear, which surprisingly wasn't as bad as how I trembled when I sang in front of an entire group of people when I was in school at London. So all things considered, it wasn't that bad. 
So it seems that singing is going to be the next obstacle in your acting career that you will overcome. Uh, yeah, not that I've been specifically requested to to sing in anything else. Uh, so hopefully by the time I am, it's like, yeah, I've been singing for years. Let's do it. <laughs> so right right now, I'm, I'm getting more and more comfortable with doing it. You're here to hear, folks. Mixtape 2023. Mixtape 2023 coming at you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so now with your characters that you play, is there yep. a certain character type that you like to play or that you would more than likely say yes to? Somebody said, hey, either this or this. I'd probably gravitate towards the leader. The leader? Uh, the, yeah, the character who was, who's the leader of the group, if there is one. Um, or he displayed leadership qualities. Um, given my personality and the roles I have played um, up until this point, just, just like the best friend next door, I don't think, is my, is my speed. Uh, yeah, I, I was, really want to be someone who kind of plays a, a huge part to the story, whether it's someone who... Um, changes the the thoughts and the feelings of the main character, um, or you know is is just is there for them in a really really positive way. But if I had a choice, I think I'd always go for like the leader. And like even recently, it kind of seems like people are kind of pushing me in that direction. You know, and like one of the videos I recently posted to Instagram, you know, the producer of Divide Time to Breathe, or one of the producers, you know. He, he was like, it was Jamel's extraordinary performance that had everyone believing that he could fight for the cause. And, you know, that's a lot of responsibility to be able to take on, I think, and not to talk myself up or anything. It's responsibility I didn't even realize I was taking on. Um, so I just think that's the direction I'm naturally going. Hmm. Ooh, okay, so I'd see you more as like the center stage main character type. Uh, are you saying that you see me that way, or are you asking? I me? do definitely see you that oh, way. Oh, thank you. I see you in your own solo movie in the future, man. I'm Heck calling yeah, that right you. now. Uh, I hope so. That'd be really nice. Now, before you actually start, you know, acting, do you have like any pre-show rituals? Oh, uh, no, I don't think I do. I am fortunate enough. <laughs> To have been trained by people who are just like, just do the work, you know? Um, and so now I think I firmly believe that if you've done the work, if you have studied the character, you have this person who is just a person, you know? You know why they're saying what they're saying. They have needs. They have wants. Um, and if you, if you know who this character is inside and out, I think the character and the presence will just come, you know, the, the instinctual movements, the impulses that will just come with the words, um, with the work, so to speak. So no, I don't like, uh, I don't go and splash water on my face before like every performance or, or, um, you know, like have to like put my hand in the dirt or anything, not like knocking people who do that. That's what makes them feel comfortable. Like they're going to do a good job. Cool. Um, do what works for you, you know, but no, I just kind of just, I just walk out and just kind of do it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of just fall right into it and I try to come right back out. I used to have a problem where I couldn't, not a problem, but I did have a, a habit where, like, if I got really deep into character, I had a hard time coming back out. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I was playing a depressed character, then I'd kind of, like, when they would call cut, I would sit there kind of just, like, staring off into the void. And Uh-oh. the director or directors would be like, hey, Jamel, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. 
Oh, no, yeah, I'm fine. And, we gotta uh, tie a rope just... on you when you go into the darkness. Pull you back out. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good now. Um, years later, I hope. But no, I'm I'm okay now. So I mean, that's not like just that alone. Sounds like you take acting very seriously, and you're pretty determined when you put yourself into a role. <laughs> so I mean, if you're losing yourself like that, mate, yeah, I mean, your yeah, concentration that... is on there. Yeah. You have to be, you know, um, yeah, you can't be distracted, you know, because when real events are happening, when things are happening to you, you're sure you may or may not be thinking about other stuff, but you're ready to deal with it then and now. And you don't have any other choice but to think about who you are in that moment, not, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm really Jamel, I'm not really this character, that's just going to take you out of it. And people are going to see right through that. Um, and you, know, you have to be able to convince people that this is another person that they're watching. Uh, in this project, be it film, TV, or stage. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, just... Uh, no, it's okay. I think my computer's browser just crashed. <laughs> All wow. right. Convenient. Convenient. Over there. Uh, right, so I was looking up this question that I was going to ask, but I was trying to make sure that I was going to word it correctly. Okay. And not sound like uh, non, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, yeah, my, I don't know what happened to my computer, but uh, that's what's gonna ask. So you said you had no pre pre rituals, no post rituals, either, right? Uh, no, but uh, before, I think. Oh, you know what it is. I do, there's a, it's not a ritual, but it's a habit. Um, clothes that I get to keep that my characters wear, I will put it away and I'll never touch it again. Really? Um, because, yeah, because for some reason to me, it feels like those, those, clo- those clothes or those, those accessories or items belong to that person. It's not mine. I can't, I can't touch it. Yo, that's cool. Yo, like no cap, dude, that is cool. What? Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, um, I wear a sweater, or a couple sweaters, but there's one specific sweater I got to keep from Divide. I haven't worn it since. <laughs> it's in my closet, like, um, and I just haven't worn it. I, it's 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 Gerald's. It's Gerald's, bro. Yeah. You bring these characters to life. Yeah, that's what that's what I have to do. You know, and it's such a pleasure, an honor, and a privilege to be able to do that for work. You know. I feel bad for whoever touches that sweater next. Oh no! <laughs> Daryl's gonna come out real quick. <laughs> I imagine. Oh gosh! No, no, no! I would just. I did, if someone was touching it, I'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing with that?" Yeah. So you never, uh, or well, you might in the future, but uh, you ever think about putting them on like uh, maybe a display, like a frame? Putting what on a display or a frame? Uh, like the clothing. Have you ever seen when people put like those like jersey shirts on a frame or oh. like a hoodie? Um. Honestly. I would definitely, thank you for bringing that up. I've never thought about it, but I would honestly consider that for Gerald's sweater because it was the first role that I won an award for. Um, And, you know, to have people (laughs) attribute, uh, even if just partially, you know, my performance to the film winning multiple awards, it's an honor. And I just think I would want to, I would want to immortalize that in some way. Yeah, I think it would be cool just, like, walking down, you know, your place one day, and then you see a frame of your first, you know, acting 
uh, you know, of Robin Hood, you know, something from Robin Hood to remind you, like a little plaque. That would actually be kind of cool. You know, and then all the way up to the current. All the way up to the what? All the way up to, like, the current, like, you know, there's, like, in the future, you know, thinking where, like, you're in multiple, you know, you're probably already a top A-list celebrity, you know, and you got all this hallway (laughs) full of frames and you could go yeah, to the yeah. very first one and just see how your career goes. Oh, you know, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, with your permission, I'm going to go ahead and steal that. Ah, uh, bro, go ahead. That's all you. That's all you. I'm not the one <laughs> with, the, with the career going with acting, man. I wish. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I think I'll do that. That's really awesome. I have to write that down. Mm-hmm. Is there uh is there... Well, hmm. It's basically asking, um, is there any bad experience that you've had with anyone like higher up i guess you'd say in the job ladder i'm not sure how oh Oh, yeah wow that is that is a pretty risky question um let's just say no no no, yeah of course i'm I'm not crazy (laughs) no uh no there was yeah yeah yeah. there was uh, one person who wanted to work with me one time and i think they were romantically into me um and they found out that i had a girlfriend and that relationship fell apart very, very fast. Uh, and that was just a very, very uncomfortable experience. But, you know, it, stuff like that, unfortunately, is going to happen. He didn't, he didn't do anything particularly inappropriate, just like he just all of a sudden got really, really hostile towards me. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, um, that's just, I guess, that's show just biz. how the cookie crumbled. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's showbiz, baby. No. It shouldn't, it, it shouldn't have to happen, you know? Um, but it, it does. And um, yeah, I think it got dealt with as, as best as it could have. Yeah, that mm, yeah, that sounds kind of weird, I guess you say. Like, they wanted to work with you just to get closer to you? Was that the situation happening? Honestly, I couldn't say for sure. Um, okay. It was just kind of convenient you know like when they they were when they met my my partner um they were kind of hostile oh and then yeah and then after that every conversation we had was it was not was not cordial at all those are that red flags you'd be seeing on instagram you know they're like oh, red and then twitter heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but no that was yeah that, and that was about the ex- extent of it okay I had to, because that was just like, ooh, that was good. It was, it was getting bad. So I had to like exit. I had to say, hey, yeah, I don't think it's great that we work together anymore. Ooh, actually, with that question, has there been ever a time where you've had to, mm, I wouldn't say correct, but just say push towards another angle, like maybe a director, maybe he wanted you to go some, like, to do a certain thing, but you felt like it was better if your character did this other thing? Uh, no. Situation? Sort of. Uh, so, not really. Like, I always trust the director's vision and what they want to do, and if it feels weird or doesn't sit right with, like, me or I can't find a natural inclination to do something, I will gladly bring it up to the director and say, hey, you know, what? what, what is prompting the character to do this? Um, but it's not my job to, like, question or say hey yeah no um there are some actors unfortunately who do that um but i am not one of them um i'm always like for it i'll bring it up if they're like uh you know it's this this and that then cool i'll make it work 
Um, and that's 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 what I try to do. You know, be the uh, easiest person to work with in, in the best way. You know, without sac- sacrificing my own like um, moral compass or my own integrity. See, and that's what's great about you, mate. I can huh. see ten years from now when you become an A-list celebrity. I guarantee you, it'd be just like having a conversation right now. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. That's really kind of you to say. Man, I'm telling you, man, uh, I can see big things for you in the future, mate. You keep doing what you're doing now, being superhuman with all that training, dude. Oh, <laughs> you got this, man. Human, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm just trying to stay healthy, stay active, work hard. Once, once again, man, I greatly appreciate you coming by the show. No, of course. Second man. time too, man. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm hoping that you know the uh, people people take to this one just as much as the first. I think we had a nice, great conversation. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't have like the full questions. Like I should have. Oh man, okay. So I I usually try to plan ten to fifteen questions, but I've been noticing I need to prepare a little bit more. So if there's ever a you know, episode three. Huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you it will nonstop. <laughs> I'll have that one back to back to back questions. Completely okay. Yeah, looking forward to that. Well, sir, one more time. Is there anything that you'd like to plug in? You know, just like maybe a reminder from the beginning of the show? Um Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep an eye on on my social media, um, because Divide Time to Breathe is not finished and that is all i can say for now and he has projects that he can't let us know about (laughs) yeah you know just doing my thing out here mixtape 2023 we're looking forward to it man (laughs) that's a secret project the (laughs) mixtape my man has gonna have rick ross on it he's gonna have lil wayne on it paulo g on it bro wow (laughs) wow 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 i don't even know what i would what i would rap about or sing about <laughs> Yo, the the success you've been having, mate. Your yes. superhumanness. <laughs> you know who's perfect for that? I think Ooh. I think Will Smith would be great to collaborate with on a, on a track. Dude, yes, yes, <laughs> just yes. That's oh, it. Yeah, I'd love to hear new music from Will as well. But all right, buddy, uh, I'm gonna wrap up the show with that. Uh, hopefully, join us for next week. Oh yeah. Apollo's gone. Don't <laughs> you probably said that? I will be hosting the show by myself from carrying on Damn. forward. Um, yeah, next... and he's gonna do a great, great job. I I only hope. <laughs> no, you will. I have the utmost faith in you. You've been running it so far, so 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 well. Like, um, like on the last episode, I unfortunately didn't get the chance to meet Apollo, but since then, you know, I've seen you just doing great things with it. So I have so much faith in you. Thank you, buddy. I I honestly appreciate those words, especially coming from an award-winning actor. You know what oh, I'm gosh. saying? Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that is us for today, guys. Thank you for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you. Bye, everyone.